Mabuhay, kapatids! My name is Stephanie. And my name is Aimee. And welcome to the Babaylan Bruja Book Club podcast. We have come together in efforts to decolonize our minds, our bodies, and reconnect with spirit by ways of relation via conversation of education, interpretation, and integration. So this is our invitation for you to join us on our journey as we discuss works from honored artists, authors, and thought leaders from the Philippinex diaspora. Quick disclaimer, we want to acknowledge that everyone is consciously where they need to be. And we are not experts, but we are sharing our own unique lived experiences. Okay. Hi, sis. Hi, sis. Hi, everybody. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Babylon Brujas. Babylon Bruja community. Yes. Um, oh. <clears throat> okay. Say something. Okay. No, I wasn't. I was, I was, I was, I'm ready. Let's get some grounding. Okay. I'm with it. Okay. All right. So as always, before we begin, we want to take a moment to ground. So if it is safe for you, I invite you to close your eyes, straighten your spine, and take a few deep breaths. If you are driving, I encourage you to take a mindful moment and realize where you are, take a look at the sky, feel yourself on your seat. Wherever you are, I invite you to come into the present moment and take some deep cleansing breaths. Connect back into your body and into this moment. Whatever you've been going through, whatever you've been walking through, bring some peace to that. Connect to your body and bring gratitude for what it's brought you through today and this whole entire lifetime. And as we begin our conversation, as always, we'd like to thank Batala, Source, God, for another beautiful day and for you. And in gratitude, we acknowledge our benevolent ancestors and guides and invite them into the conversation today. Much respect to the ancestors of the land Stephanie and I reside on. We acknowledge you knowing we cannot do our own remembrance without remembering you as well. For myself, that is the Shawnee, Miami, Hopewell, and Adena people in Ohio. For Stephanie, that is the Bay, Miwok, Yokut people in the Inland Bay area of California. We also acknowledge and invite in our guides and source to be with us to support and guide our conversation. We pray that they may support and guide you too. With gratitude, we also acknowledge your presence, Kapwa, your energy and light no matter wherever and whenever you're tuning in. And so it is. And so it is. Thank you, sis. Of course. <coughs> Very grounding. Of course. All right. So this is the segment where we go into decolonizing heart check <laughs> uh do you want to do rock paper scissors or are we just do we just <laughs> we'll just dive in yeah uh i think you should go first today you think i should go first okay. yeah because mine's a little special oh is it it's different it's just different yeah okay mm -hmm. sorry i'm not sorry i have guava leaves okay um, on for you. 
Turn your timer on. 90 seconds, right? So one minute and 30. Isn't that funny how we can't do 90 seconds on the phone? Okay. Ready, set. Sorry for my dog. Go. Okay. So the thing that has been on my heart this past uh, week or few weeks as far as decolonization has been about uh, like success and productivity. So mm. as you know, I have a container coming up and, um, you know, I've got people, people are coming, um, but I keep comparing it to my last couple containers, yeah. right? And like the numbers game. And mm. so like, I don't like that, that I do that. And I'm, and I'm realizing that's capitalism. Mm. That's, ca that's capitalism in me, mm -hmm. like bigger, 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 bigger. The numbers need more, to be bigger, more. more, 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 but why, what, what is, what is numbers? What, what, like, why is numbers success? Right. And I, I also acknowledge that it's like social media, right. Cause right. we're in a time where there are likes, there are views, there are, you know, there's, there's statistics, so many fucking statistics and, and, and analytics that you can look at, right. For success. Like literally that's why you do it, the analytics and the numbers so that you can be quote unquote successful, right? Mm -hmm. And so I'm really trying to decolonize my idea of success when it comes to like being even on social media. So boom, 90 seconds. Boom, boom, boom. That was great, sis. Woo. Trying that, yeah. That's hard, it's hard. Yeah, and I mean, we've, kind of touched about it um it's really quality over quantity so yeah yeah, yeah. want to bring that back whatever socialist it might sound but it's if you're touching at least one person I know it's one person yeah and I'm so grateful like at the end of the day I like I'm like cool why are you worried about that because that's not even me at all like mm -hmm. if somebody was in front of like no matter who was going to be in front of my face like however many people like I would be so glad that they came you know and I'm gonna look them in the eye and so yeah. I'm like okay okay <laughs> like if it's okay That's right inspiration. so yeah beautiful thank you well thank you for listening and witnessing me mm -hmm. in my decolonization hard check okay and you ready? okay okay this is a special one. It's different. And begin. I wanted to talk about decolonizing um, heart check with the book today, the chapter. Ooh. So just a preliminary dive in. There was some language that bothered me a little bit, and Ooh. it made me revisit um, the language we use with light and dark. We use white and black magic talk, and um, how white represents this purity, black represents this like evil dirtiness and it bothers me especially if you know i date par partners that have more melanin in their skin and have faced a lot of oppressive comments and derogatory comments mm. because of the color of their skin and as well as my brothers and my sisters who are like that as well so um you know i just kind of wanted to call that out when we read these books even they can require some thinking about you know, so even I'm talking about page 114, 115, they talk about uh, Putain, white good spirits and Ut Utuman, black spirits. Yeah. And how they're like black and white. And I didn't like that. I crossed out real light and dark. Mm. So I prefer to use that language. Maybe there's better ones out there if anybody wants to drop a comment about it. But um, it didn't sit right with my heart about how our own Philippine uh, ancestry no matter what <clears throat> province whether or not they're conscious about it I guess yeah. being a Filipinx American that bought you know how that can be um wrapping it up did that go off it yeah it goes <laughs> okay off. I, stopped. I stopped it <laughs> yeah so yeah just like I wanted to to decolonize this binary concept of thinking of like dark uh 
evil and good as white and black. It's not yeah. just yeah. that. So I witnessed that in my grandmothers growing up. And then, you know, already talking about coming to America and seeing the news and seeing black people or people of color incarcerated um, for because of systems of oppression that they don't right. understand that yes. are in place. So <clears throat> anyways, that's the invitation to decolonize that. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a great reminder. Like even when we are engaging in texts that are supposed to be about decolonization, realizing that, okay, so this was written whenever, right? Maybe they didn't have this language right Right. now and realizing we're always in the process of learning. We're always in the process of decolonization, right? Because that's just that's just, that's, that's the work. It's the cycle, right? You come back and you visit it. Um, but I was going to say light and dark. Sometimes I like to use high, high vibrational and low vibrational. I don't know, Mm. you know, not necessarily a good and bad thing, but just like, a okay. You feel a high, a high frequency. And then there's low frequencies that you feel. Cause there are, you know, those, those, those oh, energies yeah. and frequencies exist. Yeah. And, 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 you know, interestingly, I won't move on from this. I know the tangent, but like, if you're saying low vibrational, I think about psychic attacks Yeah, um, and how they need loosh or like energy to, to feed off of because they're low energy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something to consider, yeah. but yeah. So, I mean, maybe, you know, the writer, whoever, they didn't mean no harm. Our grandmothers, they were, you know, families. It's just the exposure. So that's. Yeah. And I fully, I fully accept that when the next generation is decolonizing, they might look back on these podcasts and the things, some of the things that we say and be like, what them teachers talking about? Yeah. <laughs> we don't use that language anymore. We don't use that no more. Yeah. Right. You know, so, but that's what I mean. Like that's, well, we have to accept yeah. that there's this process of healing because decolonization is healing, right? There's always layers. There's always more stuff to heal from. There's always like the, 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 the spiral. The spiral. The spiral. That's interesting how consciousness keeps evolving because it's so infinite. So. Yes, exactly. So we can't yeah. ever know we can't even say that what we know right now is the thing to know. So Rumi is my favorite quote. I know enough to know I know nothing. Yeah. So <laughs> anyways, yay. That's okay. Our decolonizing heart check. Awesome. So to Brown cliff notes, Brown girl cliff notes, Brown girl cliff notes. Dun, 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 dun. Can't wait for Sis Aimee to do some live music transition. Anyway, yeah, I'm going to do some live music transition. So somebody out there can be like, you know what? Let me go ahead and make a make an actual transition sound for them because Look, that we'll wasn't looking, it. You hear me? I'm in my mic. Uh, we will need a sound engineer really soon. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Like, do you also want to volunteer to help to yeah, help the collective? <laughs> right. And then going back to your um like thoughts of rest and productivity, like listen, I mean I we got we just try to balance lives, you know? And um yeah. Obviously there's more we could be doing, and we're also like honoring how much we can be doing so exactly this is where it does take a village to produce podcasts and yeah if you would like to be like you are already a part of our village babylon brujas but if you feel called if you feel called to be like you know what i got some time i can you hang out with us yeah yeah hang out with us we can get this going yeah So. so That's our little okay. plug. We say that every week, sis. We're going to we say it every week. them eventually. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to say it every week until we get a sound engineer. Everybody, yes. <laughs> Anyways. Someone's going to be like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and uh, email them so they can stop saying it. The bird is again. And you're like, hi, this is the calling. Yeah. The calling. 
Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Back to Brown Girl Cliff Notes. Okay. Um, so this chapter was rich with information around the indigenous healers in the Panay. Panay? I think it's Panay. No? Panay? Panay like what we are? Yeah, I feel it's Panay. Panay, Panay. Uh, also, I- somebody needs to... <laughs> Pronunciation. Is it Panay maybe? Panay. You know, Tagalog. If it look, are you gonna go on Google and have? Yeah, keep reading, and I'll. I'll look is it up. Google a white person? I'm just saying. Oh snap! Decolonize <laughs> your Google searches. Decolonize your Google. I mean, when I do my like GPS already, like, and it's on like the English British. You know, how they pronounce this British. Yeah, British. Yeah. I'm like, hello, love. Here. Hello, turn right. Um, <laughs> okay, coming back. Panay Highlands of the West of Western Visayas, written by trained ethnomusicologist Maria Christine Moiko. They bring us into a story collected by participant observation learnings of these Panay Bukidnon, the mountain people of Panay. So Panay Bukidnon. <clears throat> Maria spent two years um, in 2003, 2004 in the Panay Highlands, specifically inquiring the process of this community's types of healing rituals, always incorporating the Binanog, a dance practice that draws its inspiration from the local hawk eagle called Banog. The ideological aspects in Panay, um, or Panay, healing always aim to achieve Sibud, a mastery of structures and synchronizations that produce effectiveness, connectedness, and even transcendence. Through the Binanog dance, Maria first encountered the linkage between healing, movement, and spiritual interplay, and drew her attention to the synchronizations between healing and dancing, and how each can realize a healer's intention of bringing harmony to the body-spirit universe, otherwise known as Kalibutan. You look like you're going to say something, sis. Oh, I've... um... <laughs> I I don't know. You gonna play it for him? I found yeah. like a Google thing. Say it, say it. What? Pane. Pane. That sounds like Hanai. Hanai. <laughs> okay, that's not it. Okay, please Let's carry on. Or something. Anyways, you uh, y'all's know our intentions. Yes. <laughs> Through her work, Maria meets and speaks with the several traditional healers, also known as Suriano. The Lungdungan, the Ma'arams, the Babylon. They included learning about how, like, young healer Menchi Diaz Caspilo stepped into her calling, Noning Lopez of Barangay Cabatangan in Lambunao, Iloilo, uh, Violeta Damas from Barangay Tangin, and an interview with Alfred Castor, who knew a family with seven adult Babylons. Wow. These interactions allowed Maria to discuss what defines a Serrano as they do not choose to be uh, so a healer at will because powerful spirits and forces actually select them. So Maria provides us, oh, also Maria provides us with several vocabulary words. There's a lot of words in here, y'all. Yeah. That's nice. It's all in italicized, Mm. so you can dive into it. Utilized by the Panay Bukidnan to give insight of their perspectives of life from the origin of creation to the understandings of various spirit beings that exist and can be seen during times of like the night, how Babylon moved while um, she sat in ritual, uh, why and how supplication of the spirits was essential, and overall prosing the theme of indigenous ways for bridging body and spiritual constituents that bring about healing for those who are in need. Yes. Okay. Thank you, sis, for them brown girl cliff notes. I hope that is helpful for y'all out there. You're welcome. This is a long chapter. It's like 20 pages. A lot of good information. Yeah, a lot. But reread the chapter so you don't necessarily have to. But you can if you want to. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) All right. So we go into vocab words and quotes from each of us. So I shall dive in. Uh, like Steph said, there were, a. it was nice. I liked, there was a lot of words. Sometimes in some of the chapters there, there's like no words <laughs> like to like a Tagalog or Filipino words to 
yeah. kind of dive into. Um, but I wanted to highlight Panabi Thabi on page 111. So uh, it is prudent for uh, Panai Bukidnon to inform the spirits that he or she will trespass a possibly spiritually occupied space or for a person to ask the spirits to give way for him or her by saying, Banabi Thabi, which means please allow us to pass by. As a precaution, this word is said preemptively as the person cannot see the spirits that may inhabit the space. Also, in a deeper sense, this continually connects them to the spirit world. So, Panabi uh, Thabi, I feel I haven't really heard that before. And so I was researching it. So that's like the more formal way of saying. Tabi tabi po. I don't know if you've ah. yeah, tabi tabi po, right? So uh I've had you know friends who've lived on the Phil in the Philippines, my Lola and stuff, like she would say, like if you're passing a dark space, like mm -hmm. in because we we're from uh not the city, the province. So if you feel like you're 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 like passing a dark space and you like feel something. You know, just be like, I'm coming through. I respect you. I acknowledge your presence. <laughs> just passing through. Let me pass. <laughs> We're good. <laughs> so, tabi tabi po. Please allow us to pass by. That's it. I didn't really tabi tabi. It sounds like tabo tabo a little bit. Tabo, but tabo, uh, yeah. we, I was just like, excuse me, po. <laughs> That's oh. it. That's a colonized AF, right? This is good to come back to. Yeah, well, I think this is like specifically for spirits, spiritual, like, because the way I understood it from people from, you know, the motherland is that it's really something that happens when you're walking at night and you hear like a coconut fall in the forest. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you're like, oh, then you, you, you know, when you feel a frequency, speaking of frequencies, whether high or low, mm -hmm. then you feel it. And then, so you're just like, tabi tabi po, and you just keep walking. You don't like acknowledge it. You don't go, hello. <laughs> Is yeah. anyone there? You just yeah, say, yeah, 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 yeah. My my auntie would say that because I think she sees. Um, mm. so um she's like, Yeah, if you talk to the spirits, they'll follow you, they'll engage. So mm -hmm. so tabi tabi po meaning okay, I, I acknowledge you and I'm just passing through. So don't like we're cool. <laughs> I don't want no harm. Yeah, it's no fuck over here. Yeah. No beef. Yeah. No pork. We good. <laughs> I know you're there. You know I'm here. But tabi tabi po. <laughs> tabi tabi po. Panabi yeah. tabi. Panabi tabi. I'm gonna remember that. Panabi oh. tabi. Girl, yeah. I feel like the Philippines always has like these like spirits. I'm everywhere. Like, dang. Oh, yeah. God. Well, we believed in Anitos. We believed in there's like. Even oh. in this chapter, they were talking about duende, like the little, like little spirit duende. people, like yeah, tama tamawayo. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? Let's go on a tangent right quick. Okay. What do you? How do you? So, okay. So I acknowledge that there are spirits and that there are lower vibrational energies. And I'm also like, why are they all hanging out in the Philippines? You know, I know. I think it's because maybe our peoples need to be called to transcend that. Maybe probably a lot of unsettled spirits because of the, you know, all the years of colonization, all those pillaged and raped and like misunderstood mm -hmm. like you know all the aswangs and stuff just pissed <laughs> yeah so i it's kind of tough especially if like this podcast is reaching philippine x audience like how can we show up in that space in the philippines especially if those babaylan there are like tucked away or right. 
<clears throat> they're not like I mean because all these stories coming from people who have been there like it just seems like there's a lot of like spiritual energies there and yeah people need help like we need some light workers to travel there and to like sit with the elders and then like we all kind of like link together and like purify the land mm. I don't know because yes it's like I when I went in um when I went right before the lockdown in 2020 um I saved my aunt and she lives like close to the air airport um dang I have the I remember the city but all these words in my head right yeah. now anyways the <clears throat> the the neighborhood was like slums and then like nice houses so it's like a mixture it's like and we I remember my friend and I had jogged around the neighborhood and like you can kind of feel the differences yeah um, yeah so uh, <laughs> I wouldn't walk around there at night that's all I gotta say like it's a, yeah it's just a different it's a different world like I just you know, like, so the, you know, you learn about manifestation. It's like the things that you think about, that's the things you're going to see. Right. And so I even had that, that experience being in the evangelical church. Like I was part of, uh, cause I had, I was, you know, I was still a whole ass bruja, even if I, I didn't know I was a whole ass bruja, like I could see shit and sense shit, you know what I'm saying? So like, I would be part of like, what is that called? Like, like cleansing houses or like deliver deliverances of of evil spirits or whatever so I was trained to see those things because that's what I was always trying to look so that I saw them but now that I'm not in that necessarily I don't see them as much and if I do I'm like tabi tabi po. no I'm not I'm just like okay remember when I was Marco Poloing you like yesterday ringing in your ear yeah, and I saw something out the corner of my eye. I was like, "Excuse me, not allowed." Like You're she was literally here. just like she was literally just talking to me still, and then being like talking like somebody had just came in her house. And was like, you, "You can't be here if you're negative, okay? You're not allowed in this space." Yeah, so give me one more second. I'm gonna finish this conversation. Yeah, and then I'll like, address you. <laughs> I was I was like mad. I'm like, "Excuse me, but I'm talking to sis. I'm having a conversation, okay?" but you know what I'm saying so but now like I don't really sense like evil spirits or whatever yeah. so then I hear mm. these stories and I'm not saying they're not true like respect to right. people's experiences and like the spirits of the ancestral spirits of the of the of the motherland you know that where we're from but like and I don't know if it's just because I'm Filipinx here in the diaspora here in America like I know we have two like there's we just have such a different experience right. even yeah. spiritually so I don't know if I'm coming with I don't want to come with ignorance as, as well you right. know and I don't want to go back home one day and just be fucking scared, right? Because I'm not, I'm not scared. I understand my power and I don't want to be pissing anybody off when I'm over there. That'd yeah, be I know, same, <laughs> same. I've, I grew up with um, Momo, like culture as a way to like discipline me. So yeah. I think that that deprogramming that um, has allowed me to be more brave to be mm -hmm. in space with spirits um I I have felt like some psychic attacks in my sleep though lately and it just speaks yeah. to like me setting up more um boundaries before I go into the astral but yeah they they really do want loose that's all I have to say like I've woken up and like been like oh my god I feel like I'm being siphoned right now so mm -hmm. um Anyways, I'm probably gonna say tabi tabi po before I go to sleep now. I'm probably gonna include that in my nighttime. Um, yeah, I was just thinking too, like when I so sometimes, you know, when I go hiking, I go by myself and, you know, you just get deep in the woods and sometimes you're like, mm, I'm not alone. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I can say tabi tabi po. Like, even if it's a different language, 
like the essence is there, right? Like, so yeah, like energy frequency will understand what I'm trying to say instead of like fucking ignoring what I'm feeling, right? Or being afraid of what I'm feeling, just being like, that'd be that'd be full. Yeah, I'm I'm not going to stay here. I'm not going to bother you. I'm just passing through. Yeah. And also remembering you're divinely guided and protected. Exactly. Yeah, it's such a balance. Like understanding we're divinely guided and protected and that we do have like a certain power, right? Mm-hmm. And then, and that we can call our energy back. We can cleanse our energy. Like we're, we're sovereign. We have sovereignty yep. and we can set up um, boundaries. Yep. And understand, yeah. So it's a whole conversation. So thank you for indulging. On your, on the tangent. Yeah. Yeah. The po. So that's my um that Yay. is my vocab and I am complete. Okay, completion. My word is on page 121. I kind of mentioned in the beginning. It's called it's sibud. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a form, it's a word, it's a form of linkage that is it's on page 121 again. A form of linkage that is substantiated through the dancer's physical, acoustic, and effective manifestations in order to, one, awaken the spirits aware of their ongoing social relationships with humans, two, call on spirits to facilitate healing and provide aid in the communities and individuals' well-being, three, bring the spirits to one's physicality so that dancing and music making can be more enriched and enriching, and four, create balance and harmony in the cosmos, including the physical spiritual world. This balance is crucial to the effectiveness of healing. Um, so Sibud, when I read it, and also this chapter, um, it made me think of concerts. And I was like, can't wait to talk to this about, you know, your ministry days, but I feel that that energy that Sibud when I'm in concerts, especially when even in church, I felt it in church sometimes, um, especially when I like really liked the song that I was playing and stuff like that. So um, yeah. I think that there's like a part <laughs> where they say like once Sibud is accomplished, like the energy in the room is just, yeah, it says here when Sibud happens, um, the whole atmosphere is charged with positive and ecstatic energies. And I think that mm-hmm. that's um the goal of gatherings because essentially it's like if you're gathering there's negative energy then what what's going on you know it's, it's worth something to explore but um I like this word I think it was a like a tangible way of describing the feeling that you feel when you're in concerts like I've been missing island reggae concerts so much um yeah. <laughs> I think island reggae is like one of the few genres like has like the saddest lyrics but it can be the happiest song because I don't know just love Hawaiian island reggae music but anyways like um yeah you know you got the choir harmonizing yeah, you got people yeah. dancing you know we're praising life and li- being alive and so wow. um and then was, there's multiple bodies in the room that are feeling that same energy so it's like kind of a way to like describe <clears throat> what happens you know Wow. Yeah. So it's like, um, hold on externally processing. So it's, it's kind of like, okay. So if you said Sibud is kind of like being in a worship service at church, maybe that's why people want to go. They Mm -hmm. feel that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you know, for our, for the Philippine X people, it's like, a remembrance deep inside of something we used to ancestrally do and like every every culture has that right but for us specifically like maybe it's a remembrance of Sibod or whatever other whatever word it would be used in different provinces or whatever so wow yeah yeah it's yeah it's um it's a great it's a great word to like put a label or you know, see what is what we try to accomplish. I want to throw a little curveball in there. I don't know if y'all's um, do it. Read about like Travis Scott's mm. latest concert. I was thinking about that too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so there's quote unquote conspiracy about um, entities that were present that that's why people died because mm-hmm. uh, while it's a gathering, everybody's there because they love, they're a fan of his music and 
so that positivity is reigning, right? Entities will come and feed off that shit. Think about Sailor Moon. Hello. Remember when they went to go to the damn jewelry store and it was yeah. oh and they put it on and they get all weak and tired and they pass yeah. out. Yeah. That was wild. Right? The whole theme of like Sailor Moon, especially like the first season was to like siphon their energy. So anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, I think this is the further conversation around like, can we um, be aware of that when we're in these settings? Mm. And, you know, when you finish, remember sis, when you'd finish wor- facilitating worship, you'd be tired. Yeah. And so there's a difference. I, what I'm getting a sense of is like being tired in terms of service and tired in terms of like feeling like your energy was taken from you. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have good spiritual boundaries. I didn't understand. Nah. What that so I was drained because I gave word. it all away, you know, in the moment and I didn't call it back. <laughs> I'm still calling it back every time I'm like, I call it back. I say from any corporation or institution or religious organization that's ever taken anything from me. Yeah. Clean and clear and whole. Come back. Come back. So that's interesting. So do you feel like Sibod could be not, is something that's not necessarily like in the way that we're describing it, Sibod could either be high frequency or low frequency, like maybe Sibod was happening at the um, concert that you were just talking about, right? But but it was like, so there was like uh, something happening in the cosmos in between the physical spiritual world, but it wasn't necessarily uh, for the highest good of everybody. I'm going to be punny here. I think when it goes (laughs) respectfully, I think when it's like, see, would gone so bad. That's funny. Yeah. It was so funny. No, but like, honestly, like, so bad is what happened at at Travis Scott's concert. Yeah. Yeah, They have, they're probably got into a good harmony tune. They're all like Mm -hmm. bobbing, they know this jam. And then some people started fainting. Are you serious? What's, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, it was crazy. So yeah, Sibud's mm-hmm. gone so bad because this the definition for Maria is you know all about healing and well-being and balance. And so yeah, yeah. I think like that was a definition of so bad. Yeah. Like maybe it just awakened a portal. I mean, they were talking about symbolism. Like if you looked at Travis Scott's like picture, like yeah. entering the crazy land or whatever mm-hmm. it was like a portal mm-hmm. but it looked it was like a guy's mouth mm-hmm. and um it's like they're eating you so <laughs> so take your toss so, okay so bad it wasn't sabod so there's sabod and there's sabad mm-hmm. when it comes to gatherings <laughs> yeah. choose wisely where you want to stay okay yeah 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 i feel i feel complete sis good i like and i think that may be an invitation as well um, to kind of tune in, like use the instrument of your body to tune in to what is happening in a space energetically and spiritually mm-hmm. and see if it is sabad mm-hmm. or sabad. sabad. Um, I was doing <clears throat> a grounding awareness practice earlier. I think it was Qigong. And mm, the teacher yeah. was saying, um, a tool you can pull when you're in the situation to just connect your breath. Like we yeah. do when we're on the ground. Mm-hmm. Because when we get, especially as highly sensitives, <clears throat> for those who feel really deeply or really sensitive to energy, um, the first thing that changes when, when you're not grounded is your breath. Yeah. Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah. All right. Well, well, cool. That is, thank you, sis, for that conversation around that vocabulary word and since you are complete I shall move on to quotes this is from this is from page 108 and uh, Maria talks about she goes in and says in unpacking this experience of healing and dance processes 
I inquire into the dynamic of reciprocity and mutually reinforcing forces operating between dancing and curing mm. and how the synchronizations between them fulfill a healer's intention of bringing harmony to the Kalibutan or body spirit universe. I think we touched on this a little bit in the Brown Girl Cliff Notes. So bringing about this harmony not only heals the afflicted, among the Panay Bukidnon, it heals and cleanses the dancer and appeases the related spirits involved. That is the definition of healing is more multidimensional and systemic. Through the dance, a, a gestalt emerges and this completeness carries deep meaning for the participant, participants and the community at large. Uh, and so I think she starts the chapter saying how, uh, da, 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 da. well, basically she was, she says how in the healing process, the healer is also healed as well as the person seeking healing. Mm -hmm. And I know when I was doing my Reiki attunement, that was, it was kind of presented that way as well. Like when you are connecting to the energy of the universe, the healing energy of the universe, it's flowing through you. So therefore you're also getting healed. Right. And so, mm -hmm. um, I don't know, you know, like off, off, off recording, we were talking about being in community and how we are made for community, right? And so I feel like this is another beautiful aspect of, um, of the healing that can happen in community. And also how, you know, in our individual healing journeys that it's not, even if we're not like dancing around and being sibled or, you know, or, or, and intentionally doing that, like, even if we're going to therapy or if we're just like, you know, journaling, like, because we're better, it makes the collective better because you're, you're healing yourself, sis. It's healing me as well. You know, like yeah. we just get better together. So, yeah. but so that it reminded me of that. And then it also kind of reminded me of embodiment, right? Yeah. yeah. So like, I think that's what she's kind of saying is like, so the dancing and the energy, the sabod is, is embodiment. It's like embodying the energy of like your dance movements are healing. It is, it is healing, right? It's healing people, but it's actual medicine, medicine. That's the word, right? So um, just to embody that healing and not have it just live in your head, right? Or in the, the ether where we, you know, as highly sensitive as we feel it, but to take that and to like put right. it into the instrument of our <clears throat> body and like right. use, use that as embodying the whole energy and to help others around. So, yes. Um, Yes, I it's I I highlighted that quote too and I wrote next to it I was like this is why clubs be popping. Listen. <laughs> yeah. Because it says like she really Maria said I realized some dancers are healers and I think that that's why I don't know that's a different tangent why the church condemns dancing but it's like if you're connecting the divine you're dancing. That's why we we love watching dancers too. Because some of them move with such grace and medicine, yeah. whether it be ballet, whether it be hula. I'm thinking about, wow. you know, why people pay to watch people dance. Everything about the stars, like dancing with the stars. Don't get me started. Filipinos love them some dancing with the stars. But, you know, it's just like, um, like there's yeah. medicine and dance and, um, there's a release aspect and then it's like a community gets to generate it so it's almost like we're all plugging in to source what while this it, speaking with the panai bikidon you know community like that they are doing it in a healing ritualistic way for somebody it's like they're all kind of creating this energy and then they yeah generate into this person or this this community that needs it um which is fascinating because in modern times that's why people go to the club because they want to dance the troubles away, you know? Oh my or, gosh, yeah. Or like, uh, yeah, again. So, and we know embodiment coaches, right? Yeah, There's medicine yeah. in their practice uh -huh. of 
bringing us back into our bodies and moving. So, yeah, that's, that's one of the things that reminded me of too, like embodiment and like the healing that can come from, um, that sort of embodiment that you do with an embodiment coach or whatever, like it's, it's deep in it. I know for me, like I lived so much of my life in my head and Mm. in the astral or something, you know, and so to come back to, to tap all those energies in to my actual body is so integrating. That's what helps me integrate the healing. Like I, I can start here. That's usually where it starts is my feelings and my emotions and like in the ether or in my, in my head. But once I bring it to the body, Mm -hmm. that's when it gets integrated. So yeah, to the body. And then you also reference back where you've got that healing. So I think that's why people go back to church Mm. Um, I even think about my sports teams. I know you're like, go sports, sports. but in the Bay, they're sports fanatics, like, especially when the Warriors shout to the dub dub nation, when we were at the Oracle arena after the games, because every part of the nation has their own type of music. Yeah. But it just be especially special when after the game, especially after a win, there's a DJ out there and they're playing like Mac Dre and oh, like Too Short. And so everybody's already in a good mood and then they start dancing and gigging and like, it's over when they start playing fizz dance. Cause you know, it's just like, it's a recognition. It's like a, it's a good, vi- it's just a good vibe. Good man. vibes. And again, that's why people go back to the club. Yeah. Or that's the game. why do, 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 I'm gonna sound real old right quick. Do the kids still go clubbing? I don't know. Did the kids still go clubbing? Like that was oh. big in my day, but like, I don't know if it's just like a regional thing. Cause oh, my nephew- I know cause in the pandemic and shit. You know. Yeah. Well, my, even before that, like my nephew, you know, is from the younger generation. He just wants to chill. He just yeah. rather just, he won't necessarily want to go to a club. He just wants to like chill. So I don't know. Yeah. And I mean, essentially when I observe from my own experience is when we all get together and then there's music and then there's a song we all enjoy, you're all going to end up dancing and singing. And it's just kind of like, see, Yeah. and it's not whether we're not channeling the energy, like to heal somebody or, you know, our community or whatever, we're still channeling good energy. And yeah. in a way it's, a, it's a sense of also belonging to a community and being around good energy so that's why people I think form these you know sports teams and all this stuff like cause it's oh like something God. to something that they want to cheer on and that's why they go to church because it's something they want to like you know find a, a safe space to release yeah and so I like that I like that well that was that was my uh quote and I feel complete great quote sis um so mine is on page 111 and it's funny because when I was reading it I was like okay intuition we were my intuition and I were like talking and um I, y'all's been listening so I've been having a chronic condition since 2008 and um <clears throat> I think about the story of Menchi Diaz Caspio because it says like she was 20 and she was initiated into the world of spiritual possession and eventually tasked with the mission to mediate between the worlds of physical and spiritual. There's a healing obligation. And um, she was sick for a long time and barely had the appetite to eat. Later, she realized that her sickness was becoming part, was part of becoming a healer, and she felt the presence of an intruding force coming inside her body. So when she resisted as well, it says um, she would feel the constriction of her heart, an explicable pain. Um, each healer must go through ritual phases, initiations, and learning experience with an elder elder, or seasoned guide healer. And when she finally accepted the healing task, that her health improved. Mm. And to me, it was like, whoa, like, I thought about like people who get sick um, <clears throat> or live with chronic ailments, like, yeah. is that a calling? And I think about just detached from like my own story, like, you know, chronic conditions, they're from like DNA um, imbalances or miswrites, right? And um, that's carried from ancestral stuff, right? So yeah. anyways, I'm like, whoa, like I was all getting all meta, like 
is like DNA, like it was her DNA, like um, telling her to activate, right? So when she accepted it, it improved. That was like, wow. That was interesting, like that's conversation deep. with my intuition that happened. Huh? I was like, that's deep. Like the acceptance is like when the healing started. Yeah. And I think for me lately, I've been sitting with like, what's purpose for me? Um, and it always comes back to my health. It always comes back to like, are you in your body? Mm. Um, so the message has been like, no matter where my creative like wants or desires go, it always comes back to health. And so um, I recognize too, um, when she was like, <clears throat> when she resisted, she feels more pain. So I think about everybody's like healing talents or healing gifts that they're not expressing um, how much it hurts them more. So think about the folks mm. out there that are depressed or anxious because they're not, again, take or toss, you know, not living in their truth. And so when you actually live in your truth, then there's peace there, right? Mm. So she was being called to be a healer. Someone is out there like working a nine to five and they really want to be a film director or something right so imagine if they my cat just came through the door did you hear that door open no oh <clears throat> your cat said tabi tabi po <laughs> i know right um anyways i'm just saying like imagine like i'm thinking like a conceptually wise if this person individual really accepted their truth or whatever their calling was, whether it be yeah. a filmmaker, whether yeah. it be a, some type of art, <clears throat> some type of be a doctor, even, yeah. right? Um, would their health improve? So ah. I hope that like kind of makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. That makes so much sense. Yeah. So I brought it back, obviously, to me because my intuition was like, yeah, like, and I was like, well, what, what, which one? Because I've, I've, I feel multidimensional a lot. And I'm just like, well, which, which one <laughs> do you want me to go writing or photography or health coaching? What is it? You know what I mean? So maybe it's yes, yes, yes. But it's all about embodiment, like body, you know, I really do think and that does involve writing. Yeah. That's my shit that I'm working through. But other than that, like, I thought that was fascinating that, um, you know, Maria literally in the first paragraph was like, unlike doctors who decide on their medical profession, healers don't. Yeah. In the community. So. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're chosen. Um, and sometimes for, as someone who lives with this stuff, like sometimes I'm like, why, why did I have to have this? You know, out of all everybody else in my family's like healthy. Yeah. So. Do you feel like this, that's what your intuition was speaking to you as well about, like trying to answer like, why? Yeah. And that's too personal, you don't got to answer, that feels. Um, I mean, I think it just traces back to like truth. Like, what's your truth? What do I have to transcend? Even if I'm carrying this in my DNA, like, you know, I've been doing like, uh, it's been a decade of like, yeah. okay, what? What does this mean? What does this flare up mean? What does yeah. this organ that's being upset? Like, what does that mean? How does that tie to like, you know, what I need to do to transcend whatever it is, right? So, yeah. And uh, this used to dance hula. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. So that's thing too. We were talking about that, I think the other day. And I was saying that, I notice when I dance, I don't have much pain in my hips. And I, women, we carry a lot of emotion in our mm. hips. So shake that sacral, girl. Work and, it. And boys and non-binary. <laughs> everybody, everybody got hips. Everybody, everybody got shake No it. matter how you identify, you have hips. Yeah. So this is an invitation. Yeah. If you feel pain in your hips, can you move it? And will you feel better? Mm. So maybe you're being called to move your hips more, whether that medicine reaches people or not. I mean, it's just medicine for you. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I'm you just can heal yourself, right? That's the, that's the ideal. That's right? the ideal. Yeah. I'm just thinking about, um, to, <clears throat> I, I don't know, just popped in my head about maybe like 
how does one move their hips if you can't if you're like candy capable and you're like in a wheelchair and you can't move your hips you know what i'm saying i don't know the answer but that just that scenario just popped in my head that's true that's assuming that you have the capability to do so and there's stories out there people are coming forth and being like yeah i was in a wheelchair Mm -hmm. oh combined with plant medicine therapy um plant medicine yes i'm convinced there's a plant to cure every disease on this planet, but I digress. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm taking it slow. Obviously, consult with your doctor or yourself, obviously, or yeah. God. <laughs> but. Yeah. Um. So off, off topic, but on topic. So you know how? So in this particular paragraph, um, so the symptom they talk about the symptoms that men she felt she would feel cold and in fact she would shiver and would kibang so kibang they uh the the definition is forcefully pound the ground with her feet in a rhythmic motion which i think is like ah just powerful it makes me think of like um new zealand and the haka you know when they do the warriors do the haka they like pound the ground with their feet right right but also (laughs) It reminded me of my Lola because whenever we would, uh, like, you know, she would like say something like crashed into something. She would say, kibang, like, oh, sigi you kibang or something. So it just reminded me. Sounds like, adorable, okay, by the way. That's, that's what she was talking about. She was talking about like something forceful, like a stomping, like a kibang. And I just heard it as bang right so bang but that's why she said kibang so there's like a there's something there's something happening so Mm. anyway that's just a side note kibang i don't know who who other other people lola said that let us know yeah but that's beautiful sis yeah yeah i mean I think it's the message I'm trying to convey is that um, mm-hmm. we're in pain and for a reason mm-hmm. yeah, or, or we're, we get ailments for a reason. Why do we like nap ministry shouts at them again? But, you know, they say like, um, are you going to rest when your body tells you to rest? You're going to mm-hmm. rest because you need to rest. So, mm-hmm. you know, we don't rest or we don't listen to our calling and we're going to be in yeah. sickness. So. Yeah. It's yeah. a mission. <laughs> I was, um, just one last thing. I was, you know, just scrolling through Instagram. One of the people that I follow, um, they were saying how, like, we're entering this age where it's not necessarily about learning with, like, words and intellect. Because we have all the intellect that we ever need at the tips of our fingers, right? They were saying it's, embo- it's now about embodying the frequency, embodying the like so the frequency of healing embody it the frequency of of joy and like embody it don't just like study it in your brain like it's time to like come out of our brains and get into our bodies right and so this is that's what this chapter and like even what you just said kind of reminds me about like you know like let's get it let's embody it let's get into our bodies let's kibang let's like stomp our feet let's like get together and dance let's get together and drum circle let's get together and do kali or whatever you know just like this communal movement with the intention of healing yes yeah yes intent there's a there's a difference between um yeah like studying it and and um moving with it i guess yeah applying it integrating it yes integrating integrating is i think the lost step for a lot of folks who get frustrated with like i'm doing all the things i'm doing everything that i think i should be doing but it's like you're thinking you need to be maybe stop thinking you know yeah what would what would it feel like if you stopped thinking you just yeah felt it more so yeah yeah but it's a process. Be gentle. It is. It do be a process. Yeah. I think the intention is definitely like in t- moving with intention physically <laughs> is definitely a thing. Like, you know, because 
I used to go to the club and I love that shit. But like that, my intention wasn't to be healing. It was to like, you know, whatever party. So, but mine too. But in a way, it's healing because you're you're having fun. Yeah, exactly. So. Ooh, look what time we ending here, sis. It's 3.33. Oh, okay. Okay. Do you feel complete though? I do. Okay. It's, yes, thank you. All right, y'alls. So as we end our conversation and close out this container with gratitude, once again, we bring recognition and honor to our ancestors and all the ancestors of the lands we occupy. Thank you for joining our conversation today. And as always, I mean, I leave you with a blessing. May you be strong, brave, and in service to the communities you serve. May you be blessed with awareness and guidance from the spiritual world. May your valued ancestral character traits be with you. May community and kapwa grow in your heart. And until we meet again, may you know that all is well and will be well. And no matter what happens, you are loved.